Welcome back to Inside the Show. I'm Scuffy alongside Cougs. We got a special guest today with Ant Ortiz right here. And we are two weeks, well, less than two weeks remaining for our movie show 22 to drop on April 1st if you have early access or april 5th if you're just going with the regular edition but that's here or there today we have another huge topic as we've been going over each feature throughout these weeks leading up to lwb show 22 last week was a big one and we got march to october and franchise as we discussed franchise was added late into the feature schedule and why not have one of the best content creators that does franchise does everything lwb show um and having Ant Ortiz. So, Ant, welcome to the show. Appreciate having you on inside the show today. And uh, it's a pleasure, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, today's subject is going to be regarding the latest feature being franchise MTO. Um, today, we are going to be going over pretty much what they went over and then just gather around what, what we thought about it, what we think this is going to lead into franchise for future years what to expect from both modes, not just franchise, but March to October as well. And of course, there was a, also a great tidbit throughout the week during the community with Frisk sitting down with Livingston um, from SDS. So we'll definitely be going over that. But let's just jump right into uh, let's jump right into franchise, shall we? Um, we got the franchise added to the new feature, um, which, I mean, we saw how the community was pretty much up in arms when we didn't have it on the schedule we there was a lot of things that are, is franchise getting ignored there were some people that even thought franchise was just going to be deleted mode and yeah. let's say <laughs> i don't know about that but that was kind of like at the tipping point like what's happening to franchise but they did add it to last week's feature and i gotta say before i ask you and and before we dig into you when watching it as someone that doesn't really play as much as franchise this is before, I mean, this is during when I was watching the feature, and then I'll tell you what I felt like after and just digging into a little bit more. When watching the feature and going over the new, um, I guess, features, you would like to say, I mean, pun intended, um, with whether the ones that we're going to talk about with the trade metric and the contract improvements and so on for franchise, for me, like looking into and just from seeing from like outside viewing, it felt more like it was like a patch kind of thing. And it felt like how come they couldn't add this sooner? But the more I watched, the more I just develop, like sit down and really think about it. It looks like it's pretty big stuff that the franchise community was looking for. It might not be flashy, quote unquote. But it's something that, like how they say, big under the hood type of thing. How, as you, as a franchise player, when going over just the topics itself, we'll get, we'll dig deep more into it. Took the approach when watching it for the first time in the feature. So I think that is like kind of a big stuff, like kind of the under the hood thing. It's like the, the what was it like the trade metric, um, contract improvements, just like logic in general. Because like that was kind of the big thing that was I feel like ruining franchise because you'd see a lot of trades that didn't make sense or free agent signings that didn't make sense. So I've always been kind of that one person that said like, I would rather you fix what's currently in the mode because there's quite a few like small things kind of big things that need to be fixed rather than going out and adding more onto it. 
because I think once you start adding some more things, you're kind of just putting a bandaid over it and hoping it stays together because then it's like, oh, you've added these new things, but it might still end up breaking more. So for me to see that they were taking kind of like a, let's take a couple steps back, fix what we currently have before we start to add more into it. I think that was just a, the, the smart move from SDS. Oh, for sure. I mean, it, like from see from those particular points I did, whether it be the trade metric budget contract, what stood out the most that you think was a glaring issue from going from one franchise, say from 21 into 22, would it be the trade lot? Because myself yeah. and Cougs, we're, we're talking about, it's funny they brought up the Juan Soto thing on mm -hmm. the feature because myself and Cougs were going over that in particular, I think either a week or two ago. And I remember one example with Spoiler trading for Soto to KC. Um, he, he, he put Savi in and they traded, uh, there's some like other prospects, they traded for Soto. So he got Soto. It shouldn't be a deal that it got accepted. But then the Nationals, within spring training, released Salvi on just within two weeks. So he was mm -hmm. able to re-sign Salvi and le legit ne negate the trade. Um, so I thought just from like someone that's looking in, I thought the trade stuff was really important. But out of the either the trade metric, the budget improvements, contract, two-way players or all season, how would you mark what was like the best thing to see or is it just everything well i mean I, everything because it all kind of like works together because like mm -hmm. if you look at the trade metric like once they start kind of improving the whole logic around that i think that plays into other things because once player like um you know you have better trades you'll have better free agent signings because certain players will be targeted by certain teams i think they even mentioned that like playoff teams will look to acquire more players and then teams that are towards the bottom of the standings will look to trade away certain players. So like, it just seems like from like a whole logical sense, like everything makes more sense, which is how it should be. And obviously being a hundred percent realistic is not possible. I mean, look at some of the moves that have happened since the lockout ended. So, I mean, it, anything could really happen, but I just think for them to be a little bit more realistic is what we were all looking for. So, I mean, just the whole, aspect of it being more logical. I think that's kind of the big thing. And then um, just kind of like looking at the points that you brought up, I think like the off season improvements is like right behind it because there'd be days where you see a, a player get signed in free agency. And then literally then the next day they would get traded away, which I don't, I don't know how many teams are doing that in real life. And then I think like budget and contract. And I think the two way improvements was a small thing because it's really only one player that everyone's trying to use in Shohei. But like he was, he was just unusable. You couldn't use him at all. So you had like a one in a hundred chance of him giving you like a one good, like one good season out of his career. So I think for him to actually be usable now, I think it'd be pretty cool to see. See, there you go, Cooks. You're all set with your boy Itani. You could reach the promised land with him and Trout. You know, is it, is it time for for franchise forty six? Yeah, I, I think I, so. It might be, man. <laughs> now, one thing I thought that was interesting, what you were saying, Ant, is like you know, all of these changes that they've made, they're so big and so important to the mode. But, you know, obviously I don't know anything about game coding or game design, but these just seem like things that naturally should be implemented in a franchise mode. These, you know, the 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 sense of urgency in the the market by some of these teams that are competing or the idea to sell if you're not going to be in a playoff spot and maybe try to get a return for some star players, stuff like that. 
feels like that should already be there. And I'm not, you know, I, I don't know enough about franchise to knock SDS for certain things, but you know, if I was playing franchise and I was trying to get really immersed in the game mode and really immersed in the team that I'm trying to run and create and, and you know bring to a world series, if I see moves that just don't make sense and I see things that just make me scratch my head, it's gonna break that immersion. So yeah, I, I like that they've done this stuff, and I, I just thought it was interesting that that stuff is like the highlight of the feature premiere. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not a new a big new feature. It's not a big new like you know side mode coming in with franchise. It's just literally improving the core of the mode, improving the systems, and then hopefully they'll be able to build on that. I just find it crazy that that stuff is still being implemented in a a big franchise mode in 2022 yeah uh it yeah it is kind of crazy and i think if you like if we kind of touch on the video with frisk um when nick livingston mentioned that they took the prices out of like the ability to control prices in franchise because it literally had no effect on your budget whatsoever i think it just goes to show that like clearly there was something in the coding that like just went berserk and it just doesn't work anymore so I mean, this code has been worked on since day one of the first MLB The Show, and they've probably had different developers work on that same code. So everyone's working on it different ways. So there's going to be mix-ups. There's going to be things that happen. Again, I don't know how coding works either, but I mean, that's just, if you have different people working on the same kind of thing, there's going to be different ways of doing it. And so I think, you know, there's going to be some hiccups along the way. And if people leave and then people take over, I still think there's going to be some issues there. So I agree that like these things sh probably should have been fixed earlier, but I think maybe they also kind of got into the the whole thing of like, let's try to maybe add something and see if that, that works rather than like, let's fix it first. Because like I said, it's kind of like when you just throw a bandaid on it and hope it doesn't fall apart. Um, so I think, I think them taking these couple steps back. So I think that's, that's when they can finally, um, kind of start to move forward now because they're finally fixing the issues that they currently have yeah and that's i it, it's definitely smart for them because if they you know like you said if they try to put a band-aid on their stuff every single year like nothing's going to get improved and we're back having the same conversations every two or three years about the mode so honestly it may not be the the sexiest additions for the franchise community but they're they are necessary ones and i hope that they can build on this stuff and continue to elevate it uh, to make the mode like where it should be in a 2022 sports game. Yeah, it's essentially a patch. I mean, that's, yeah. it's kind of like a, a long needed patch that we've been <laughs> we've been looking for. And like, I guess when when it was added to the schedule and it said that it was like a it was like updates or improvements that they put on the schedule. I mean, it it, it literally is that it's an improvement. It's an update rather than new features. And I think a lot of people just when they hear improvements or revamped or updated, they automatically assume that like these crazy new features are going to get added. So I think it's just more of an understanding of what's really going on and kind of like, I don't want to say tone down your expectations, but just kind of be a little bit more realistic on what can happen on a year to year basis and actually make it and implement it correctly. Yeah. I, I do not envy SDS on any, like dude, or putting out a, before. yeah, yeah. Putting out a yearly sports game has got to be some of the most stressful stuff because you have to prioritize what you're going to, you know, focus on for each individual mode. And you just know that at one portion of the community is going to get 
you know, frustrated with some things. I, I don't envy them at all in that aspect. I mean, even well, like the Diamond Dynasty stuff where you like you add a certain legend and it's just you still got people raising pitchforks because like it's not the person they wanted. And it's like, yeah. all right, man, like the one person you just, just at least something happened. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't please everyone um, yeah. to go back to the coding stuff. Um, just from personal experience, I, I'm not saying this is it for SDS, but like my first company I was with, we had um, applications that were written, say, years before I was there. Um, I'm on the infrastructure side, so I don't know the coding hands up, but I just remember there being such legacy code that there were some aspects to their application that they couldn't update, whether that was because of not having the experience enough of developers out there that know that legacy type of code or if they update something they don't know if they're going to break something so it's with seeing how franchise i'm assuming this is from when they started i mean who knows what it looks like from or what type of language it was written when it first started to what they do now and that's why like you mentioned with frisk video with livingston um, he was kept on bringing the foundation, right? Like we're, we're trying to build a new foundation or make sure the foundation is, is good to go. And that's where I think MTO comes in hand, why that mode was not just first created to give it a different experience, but another mode where they could start fresh and be easier to fast track new additions. And we'll, we'll get to that momentarily. Um, but that's just my grasp from it. I could be completely wrong about this, but just from IT standpoint or just seeing from firsthand that there's some things that you just can't do because either you don't have the knowledge base, like you brought up, who knows how this was working in the past and who knows what it would break it if I switched this to that. Um, and that could be it really um, to franchise. And sometimes you, you play around with it. You think everything's going and then all of a sudden you see all these bugs come up and so there, but it's always a good state of how they are continuing to work on it. Um, and I really think even with these under the hood additions, it could bring a whole new experience if it works as expected. Right. That's the way I'm feeling. Yeah. And that's what took me like, it, it felt like a patch, but then looking into it more, it is kind of patch still like I agree, but it's something that could still be game changing, which you wouldn't see at first hand until you start playing. Yeah, and I think also, like, when everyone was talking about how, like, how bad the trades were, and it was, like, immediately they were like, okay, this is something that we need to fix. And for once, it was, like, a year turnaround where, like, that they actually, like, got back to us about, like, we're really making it a focus to fix this issue that you guys had such a problem with. So I think hearing that also as a community is is, like, kind of reassuring that they're they're listening they're taking our feedback some things are going to take longer to fix than others and I, that's understandable but for them to actually like hear that this was the the big big issue and they're like okay yeah. this this needs to be fixed this year i think that's that's kind of like reassuring to hear as a like a consumer of the game or a player franchise because now it's like all right they they know what we want to hear they're actually listening now we can continue to give them feedback now we can continue to tell them what we'd like to see in the future and hopefully they can implement it moving forward Oh, exactly. Now, speaking of like the first and Livingston um, interview, which was fantastic, by the way, if you guys haven't checked it out, go to Emmett.frisk. 
his YouTube channel, .com you'll find it there. Um, it's about like, I think it was about 30 minutes long, somewhere mm -hmm. around there. Um, after seeing that entire video, how, how, how did the franchise community take that? And cause you know, sometimes we, they'll feel neglected through this whole time, which I think was kind of, um, I think it was kind of necessary to have that type of movement, which we discussed previously. And, but after seeing that transparency between, cause Frist didn't shy away from his questions. He pretty much asked what I think the franchise community wanted to ask him. Um, but after that video, is it like, okay, not like you said, just positive reinforcement, like, okay, they're not removing the mode. He, he legit said that we're not removing the mode. I still can't believe people thought that. I mean, a lot. Yeah. Of, I guess a lot of people thought MTO was going to become the franchise, which we'll get to. Um, but just the overall aspect or vibe you got from after that video with Chris. I think, I mean, there. I, I can see why people are still going to be pretty pessimistic about it just because it's taken this long for them to yeah. kind of address the whole you know, elephant in the room of like why franchise wasn't initially on the schedule. Why hasn't there been changes over the last few years up until this point? And so, I mean, there's, there's always going to be those pessimists, but I think, I think just a majority of the people who are playing franchise are going to be pretty happy with it. I mean, I guess it kind of like, for me, it definitely like reaffirmed and like what I was kind of thinking in like the whole March to October is kind of like that new foundation, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. but also just, you know, the way Frisk really kind of didn't shy away from those points on like, okay, you know, what's the vision? What are you planning on doing? Like, you know, where's franchise going? Where's March to October going? I think that was, that was something that just the community needed to see because it was one of those where Frisk is a guy who has like had experience in relations. So he kind of understands both sides of like development side and also as a consumer. So for him to put those questions out there and really hit those points. I think it's really good to see that. And I think with the the people in the franchise community, I think it's just going to really open their eyes to see what's actually coming finally. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and now like transition to March, October, there was a lot of new, I mean, from what they showed from March, October. Um, so we got pretty much, it was all off season based from my guy. It was pretty much, um targeted free agents where they have different segments of your free agency what you um different priorities for players that you want to sign you could put them in top uh medium or low or just th top three uh players that you want seeing these type of updates and seeing what march october you get is i just feel like it's like the ingredients that were late later be contributing to franchise that's mm -hmm. the way i'm getting it from now it's when watching the feature and then watching the video with frisk and livison and just taking it all in um is that where you get to, i think that's what you're getting to like yeah. mto is like where they get to have like create these new additions and then once they feel like franchise is in a good state and march october is a good state they kind of combine the two because now march october gets multi-year mm -hmm. um years they didn't really go over that they were kind of focusing a lot more onto um like the other editions off season yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean because i believe you're you're supposed to get custom uh teams now yeah I was, teams, i'm not sure teams, if they went over that they like briefly showed it on screen they like 
barely talked about how you can do yeah, more. That, it was like they said it and they're like, oh, now here's the off-season editions that we're going <laughs> to talk to you about for the next like 30 minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's more of a March to October. Now that we have multi-seasons, I think it's going to just be like March to October is franchise moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, if they change the name franchise to March to October, I think that's even a cooler name anyways. It is. Um, but <laughs> I think if that's the new franchise mo- mode going forward, obviously you can't get rid of franchise mode right now because then there really will be people that are upset because people yeah. like to play every single game. But I think um, now knowing that like it's been kind of said that like this is the way to implement some new things. And as we continue to build on it, that's or I shouldn't say we because I'm not part of SDS, but as they yeah. continue to you know build on it, then it can continue to add more and more and more. And then that'll eventually turn into multi-season. You can play every game. You can mm-hmm. essentially make it franchise mode. So I think I think that's the smart way to do it is like basically just start from scratch. And that's that's what they're doing. So I think it's awesome. Now the sliders they went over, was that just for franchise or was that for March October? Oh, uh, the injury one, I think. Yeah, just injury oh, I don't, and I don't, I don't remember. I would assume because, it's, it's it's for all gameplay because it's for like sim and then also for okay. in game. But I didn't I didn't hundred percent. But I just part. bring that up because that's good to have that customization, and you can see maybe in the future with March October, then you'll be able to play say one sixty two games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they made franchise into hypothetically March October and like not combined to do, but just bring yeah. the elements from March October to franchise and have the storylines to go with it. That's going to be like what we see in 2k, like developing like interactions and stuff like that. The customization, it just mm-hmm. creates that storylines for you during franchise. I thought that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like Nick Livingston even said, like he really wants to make sure that like, this is the, the best sports game possible. Like this is, he wants MLB the show to like really be something. So I mean like they really don't want to release anything until like it's it's you know user like it's actually working. Yeah. Yeah. Polish, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um and obviously they don't really want to give a timeline, right? Cuz if they're like, "Oh, we're going to bring it out next year and it doesn't happen." Then everyone's going to freak out again. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean the 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 interview was great and it was it was cool to see and I think going back to like the whole March to October offseason stuff kind of gave me like NCAA football vibes with That's like, wild. I was the, literally the, going to bring that <laughs> That's what it did to me. board. I think, I think that was really was, cool. So yep. I, I would love to see that in franchise. Um, even if they could expand it, I think having it in like the scouting part for the draft would be really cool too. Um, yeah. So like, even if they can make it a simplified version like NCAA, where you have a certain amount of points where you can scout a player, I think there's there's definitely a lot of possibilities. So I'm excited to see how they kind of build on that and where they can kind of take that kind of stuff. Yeah, I legit like as you like watching, I was like, this really feels like because we know how many MLB creators kind of shifted to NCAA mm-hmm. 14 this year, and it just really reminded me of the scouting yeah. system and in the best way possible too, um, with the interest level, if you have yep. just one. So if you, if you guys haven't seen the future yet, um, the new feature for March, October is pretty much target free agents in um, the off season. You can set up different priorities. If you say they put an example of Freddie Freeman um, 
for their main priority. So you get the most interest after every week, I believe. You get like eight mm-hmm. percent interest Something if you like just that. leave them there. Um, but if you have all three, it's less. It's divided between those three. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then they went through the off season that there was kind of cool stuff. There was like last chance opportunity. They did that with, um, so Taylor, I mean, no, Todd Rogers, um, gave them last opportunity to sign them. They said yes. And then, um, we saw the big review. Um, they pretty much took the DD review into March, October, where you will have the walkout screen and then it'll be the suspense. If he signed with your team or not. And, um, they were able to see that they, I think they were the Blue Jays um, during that sim. So yeah, you saw Blue like Jays logo and signed. I thought that was pretty cool too. It's yeah, like it's, the little things. Yeah. And so it's like you, the percentage of interest that you have is literally the percentage that you have to sign them. So if you have a 60% interest, you have a 60% chance of signing them. So I think, I think it's, it's cool to see those things being implemented. And then also just um, the, the, like the whole, like types of players that you can go after. There was like an on-base machine. There was a power pitcher, finesse pitcher. So it kind of seems like they're starting to work on like other details about types of players too, which could end up being, you know, like the trade block or other things like that. So, or even again, it goes back to scouting with the draft, which I feel like the draft is kind of one of those things that is currently in franchise that like really needs a tune up. I feel like okay. it's, um, so it'd be cool to see how they kind of implement those other like, specific types of players and other things in the, the mode as well because like there's i don't even think there's a draft in march to october right now i think it just automatically gives you players oh does it okay yeah because so, yeah. that's why i was i thought they'll go over more about the both the year stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah with march, march to october i think they just give you like auto generated players like you don't get to draft anybody they that's like the cpu handles the draft for you okay. you just get the new players added to your roster at the end of the year Mm-hmm. what are you gonna do um now i've seen like all the new additions like to mark october the franchise what are going forward what do you or it could be you or just as the franchise community um would like to see going forward for a franchise like or even if it's like little additions like i know mm-hmm. i know rgs is big on the trading where you only could add three three players yeah and, you would like to add more is there much more stuff on top of that i mean now we have international signings and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i'm sure that would be love to see but yeah so the the cba stuff obviously you know because it was so late to this year mm-hmm. I, I don't expect a lot of those changes to be added so like having those things updated would be kind of like are, are going to be cool um but yeah i think i think scouting in general is pretty pretty basic for the draft and I, like i've kind of touched about that already um but yeah the trade i think trades being only three players is kind of a bummer because i mean if you look at how many trades are being made now i feel like it's like three four five players and a lot of them are prospects um i think once you start adding like a player to be named or cash i think that's when it gets a little complicated and i i can understand if that's never really implemented into the mode just because like once you start throwing cash in like then it's just a numerical value that like I don't, how do you really work that into it um the budget system is a little bit of a mess so hopefully that kind of gets like how do you make money how do you lose money how do you like how how is that determined um 
I would like to see like there's there's a lot of things like there's I could probably like open up a whole document and it'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like a Bible thick, but yeah, um, no, I just think like the whole logic part was like my big issue, and like yeah, going forward, I'd love to see a lot more stuff added, but I think we kind of have to be a little bit more realistic with it. Like trades mm-hmm. would be a big one. I think the draft needs an overhaul, and then just kind of I would like to see maybe like a. I don't, I don't want to say like a, a coach skill tree, but like something where it has a little bit more of like, you actually have a little bit more like, like a, a contract as a coach, because right okay. now you can't get fired. Like, oh, the, only, okay. the only way you lose your job is if you don't meet your goal in that three year window that you're originally given. So even if you're like, oh, and 162 your first season, they'll keep you around for the next two years. They don't care. So okay. I would, I would like to see like, if you don't meet these goals by season one, you could get fired. And maybe if you make those goals, then, you know, you, your budget goes up or, you know, your reputation goes up or something. So something where like, there's like a, like, I guess maybe a skill tree or something where like, maybe you could, you meet those goals, you get certain points added to your skill tree. And then you, maybe you could sign players easier, trade players easier, or um, scout players easier, things like that. Um, possibly a fog of war, war mode. Would be cool. That I love where you, where you don't know this the stats of every player, where you actually have to like go out and scout those players because you in real life you don't know how every player performs. And you have to go out and scout those players to understand what are their strengths, what are their weaknesses. You know, the shift obviously now, but is like kind of banned. But you know, why how far should we shift over? Should we shift at all? Kind of stuff like that. So I yeah. would I would like to see that implemented in the future but yeah there's tons of things that could be implemented but i think the big thing was fixing currently what's what's wrong with it yeah. because there's so much in the mode that was an issue so yeah i'm excited yeah, I'm to see hoping. what they do going forward i'm, ho- I'm hoping <laughs> yeah i'm hoping this fixes everything you need yeah i mean and from the interview with frisk i mean uh nick Lemison brought up like tim barnes and it sounds like he's like super dedicated to everything so It'll be interesting to see how that goes forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think that like, you know, SDS, whenever, whenever, like, you know, we talk to SDS, they always say, you know, it, we're always listening. We might not always respond and everything like that, but you know, we're always listening. Some people like to think that SDS doesn't see, you know, the tweets or doesn't care or is like, which is not the case. They, they see everything. So I think with the, you know, the influx of people this year that really kind of made a stand for franchise mode and really kind of brought that to the forefront saying like, you know, Diamond Dynasty has been getting all the updates been getting all this love. Why not franchise mode with the additions that they've made uh, or I'm sorry, the improvements that they've made of, you know, kind of cleaning up some of these really core issues of the mode. And then, like you said, Tim on the development side, just being very passionate Uh, along with Nick, like, I do think franchise, I do think there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a matter of how long is it going to be? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be three years before you start seeing like a a fog of war feature? And I'm not saying that's the most important feature, but just the general idea of like these big new features, these big new additions, how long are they like, how long are they, or how far out are they looking is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. Do they have a three-year plan? I know this is all foundational stuff, but like, I think that's the thing that most people want to know is like, 
Am I going to have to wait till MLB 25 to get the true franchise franchise experience that I have been waiting for? Or, you know, should I just be playing March to October? Like, I, I think that's really where a lot of people are at right now. Yeah. And it is frustrating. Like, obviously, like it's frustrating as a, especially as a content creator, right? Because like you would love to see these new additions because it's going to bring the hype. It's going to bring in new eyes. It's going to bring in new viewers. But even just as like just the normal consumer, like I remember growing up and like, I was like, oh man, I can set concession prices, hot dog prices. I can upgrade my stadium. There were so many things that were in franchise modes, but at the same time, like growing up, there wasn't online gameplay up until I think I was like late, like fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. That's kind of like online gameplay really started to like take off. So, I mean, then, you know, resources kind of split. And so like, I'm not saying like resources are split at SDS because they obviously have teams that work on each mode. But um, I think it's just kind of a, a different era of gaming now where like, like online gaming is the more popular choice between gamers. So, um, I, I and going back to your point of, because I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but um, like how far out are these changes and these wants and needs? Like, obviously it'd be cool to have it next year, but like realistically, we don't know. And SDS isn't going to give us an exact date because again, yeah. that also adds more pressure onto them. So it does get frustrating to have to wait and wait and wait. But as a consumer, what else can you really do besides continue to give them feedback and tell them what these issues are that you want fixed and what kind of is that, that big issue? that you would like to see fixed first and foremost. Yeah. And going off what you said about like, you know, this era of gaming is different than when, you know, like MVP 05's owner mode was around, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but speaking of that, it, for both of you guys, do we think that online franchise is ever going to make a return or do we think that custom leagues is kind of that void or the, the, the thing that's trying to fill that void? It's funny because Frisk asked that to Livingston, mm -hmm. his online franchise coming back, and he's like, it's pretty much, we hear you, we just don't know when that will be back, right? Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. And it's, it kind of sounds like they're more focused on improve, like making the mode as good as it can before they're like, all right, let's release it to have that online feature again. And again, we saw like how the servers are. Like once you add that thing, online franchise again, I think it's just gonna cause more chaos i mean servers are a mess so but but if we're you know if we're assuming that for the next two or three years franchise are gonna get franchise is gonna get these really nice under the hood you know improvements and and hopefully some cool new features coming within these couple couple years i think that would actually like at some point i do think they would look into bringing that back because you know they've got all these different features they've got this idea for the mode i i you know i think they would like to look back at online franchise and say i think we can create uh an experience that's not only new but with all of these changes to the mode it's going to be an improved mode it's going to be something that people are going to get way more immersed in and especially when you're playing with your friends people are going to be you know excited to play that stuff because i i'm just asking this because i you know watching the feature premiere I would say like 70% of the comments I saw were yeah. just online franchise all through the chat. Oh, and I was like, crazy. dude, it always blows my mind. You know, I'm maybe I'm just like an ignorant diamond dynasty guy, but it always blows my mind at how many people want online franchise back. Cause I just, you know, I, yeah. I never really played it back in the day, but no, like just I, seeing this community and, and voice it so heavily, it's just, it blows my mind. It's crazy. And then I, always, I will tell 
Go, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I, I would just tell you, um, I was main on like we discussed before. I, I was a main online franchise guy for, um, first for MVP. Mm-hmm. We did it through peer to peer connection and did it through like forums with all the off season stuff. But then once that movie show came out, that's all I played for 13, 14, probably 15. And then I got more into DD. Um, but the community is very dedicated um, yes. to that. And they are, trust me, I mean, I when I had my WhatsApp, when we did, it was like Discord back in the day when we had all the chats, that my phone would blow up just <laughs> on based on if I'm not responding in time for a trade offer, if I'm not responding in time for a get a game in. They are as passionate as ever. And it, it and what it also does, it creates a community within a community. It's like you have this connection with these all the guys. You get to learn about them because we're all in this just whole mm-hmm. group chat, just talking around, talking crap, um, and just waiting for the next season. Um, so I see why. I still don't know. I think they, they're kind of – I'm not sure how many people play online leagues right now. Um, compared to that like how online franchises but the the having the other sports games having that type of mode yeah is just going to expedition like just be just be more i don't People know are gonna just want be it more alarming yeah. yeah be more alarming um for having it in that movie show yeah and like i never really was like one that did online franchise and it's crazy how so many i'll be like streaming and people are like how come you never like thought about doing like online franchise when it was around with like, other content creators and i was like you got to realize like setting up stuff with content creators is some of the most difficult stuff ever <laughs> and it's like and then especially if you're like let's get 30 of us to try to do it oh and my it's just chaos like trying to get a trade done or set up a game and then like <laughs> like well i gotta record a video and then like it's it's so chaotic and like i know a lot of people in madden do it and like i'm not knocking them but i always feel like you know it's like also madden's like a nfl season's a lot shorter than the mlb season so fitting in those games are going to be a lot quicker than a whole mlb season but like i always feel like i see like three four five different drafts every couple months because i don't know if they don't finish them or what but like just trying to schedule stuff with other content creators is so difficult and i guess it's a little bit different for just people who are like having the normal online franchise stuff like you said scuffy like that you had this whole community built around it where like everyone was like blowing up your phone if you weren't on time for a game but yeah i mean i guess it's kind of like the original like online gaming for sports before we had uh ultimate teams or like diamond dynasty and stuff like that that was like a way to play other people and play your friends and stuff like that so I mean, I would like to see it back just because clearly it's a big want. But for me, it's not it's not the end of the world if it doesn't come back within the next year or two. I mean, I just I still remember moments like I remember it was, I think, 15. Johan Satana was still in the game. I signed him as a free agent. He started in AAA for the Orioles for me, and I was able to use him as my AC. Just somehow his potential went up as I use it. Like, I, I, I sure like with those online franchise players, they probably remember like stuff like that too. So it's just like, I want that back. I want that Mm -hmm. feeling back. And I remember I'm kind of finessing player people with (laughs) trades, trying to get a prospect. And all of a sudden my prospect does good. Um, Theirs doesn't. And you know, it brings that banter. That's kind of cool. Um, But like I said, I just don't know 
I, I think they're just the loudest right now. Well, I think mm-hmm. everything, how the, we sold what the franchise is doing, then we sold, they, they're like, they responded to it. And now a lot of people are going to be allowed about online franchises to see if we get anything. But and like sleep. with that, I, it kind of brings up the whole like online franchise. It's like, it's kind of for those people who like, just don't want to grind out Diamond Dynasty all the time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to grind out this program or this event or like, I don't have to face this like cheeser on rank seasons who only wants to bunt and, you know, get him uh, yeah, rundowns on the base paths, you know, like you're facing your friends. You have that, like, Oh, I swindled you for this trade. I get to rub it in a little bit, like that kind of <laughs> stuff where it's like, it is competitive, but at the same time, it's not this huge sweat fest that like ranked has, you know, kind of become or like at the same time, people just like quit on you, you know, and ranked. So yeah. I think it, it gives you that competitive, that competitive feel but you also get to play the mode that you really want to so like i i totally see that and i can see why like it's such a huge huge want because like there still are a lot of people that want to play like franchise and offline modes but have that other like that friends or other people that you play with yep. um but when you mentioned Johan santana and triple a it made me think of another thing that franchise really needs is the fix to like progression and regression that is yeah. my, that now is like my number one um it, it made me think about that because like it is a mess like when acuna at 29 years old is looking like a 45 year old guy who forgot how to play baseball like that shouldn't happen like one of the best young players in the world is like oh i don't know how to play baseball anymore it just shouldn't shouldn't be like that i think vladdy it happens too as well so that that's a big thing that really needs to be fixed just because it's like that doesn't happen or like players are like 28 years old and they're still sitting in like triple a and they're like 90 overall or something it, there's a lot of issues with how players progress and regress in the mode so hopefully that'll that'll be a thing that gets fixed soon yeah i remember i see that a lot of that is i mean even for trout i believe i've seen that for yeah so it's like there's just like a bunch of different weird things. Like sometimes it's like right when they hit their potential, they'll start to fall off or they hit a certain amount of service time. It's weird. But then there'll be times where I've seen like Acuna play to like he was 54 and he was perfectly Jesus. fine and he just kept going. I think someone made a Reddit post <laughs> about it. I think you sent that to me, Scuffy, about the... I think the it, I, it sounds familiar as you as you say it. Yeah. Like how... how uh, hit like a thousand home runs or something. I was like, yeah. what's going on? More than Julio Franco, man. I mean, jeez. I did a I did a sim with Babe Ruth. I got him to play longer than he actually stayed alive in real life. I think it was like <laughs> 54, 55 or something like that. It was ridiculous. Sometimes <laughs> bugs like that happen. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, this is this is a lot of fun talking about this. It's always eye-opening. I mean, I, I'm sure if you feel the same way, Cooks, when we just talk about franchise and MTO stuff, because we're primary Diamond Dynasty guys, um, especially through now the last couple of years. I mean, um, so you learn a lot more as we go on. We, we had Mills and Frisk on last year. We have you on this year. And I feel like I still learn each time I hear about franchise and or March to October of Family Bid Show. So, and I mean, I know a lot of people have been like turned away from franchise just because it's not the same as like what they played growing up or just because of the way it's been kind of neglected over the last few years. So hopefully with the way that it gets fixed and like these new changes happen, hopefully more people will come to it. But like we've kind of talked about, like it's, it's kind of a shift in how, how gaming is now. So 
don't know. I'm excited for franchise. Clearly, they have a vision. It's just like you said, Coops. How long is it going to take for them to implement it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think we got everything that we did today. Uh, we also, I think we never discussed the new legend. Nope. Because we weren't here last week, right? Yep. Yeah, we, was, we recorded early last week. Yeah, we recorded earlier, so that's why um, we didn't get to the new legend. But how about Euclid? They showed during the the feature. Kevin Euclid, Joni, the Greek god himself, the king of walks. I don't know what, what else I could call him, but. How did they, I, how did I, they make a, a walk look so hype? I know. <laughs> how, how did they do that? <laughs> they were like, this is what this guy's known for. We're going to make sure that <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> pretty much yeah they were was, taking advantage of, of that entire nickname was he the oh, one yeah. that wasn't like he had a fake name on mvp or was that veritech there was somebody that was on the red Sox. no eucalyst was what no it, yeah eucalyst kevin millar and barry bonds okay I believe. millar um, had a fake name yeah. yeah kevin millar had a fake name i believe yeah. oh, I, I don't remember. even remember that jeez um, that's those are the names that pop in my head. I could be completely wrong, but I believe it was those three because they weren't signed with the um, they weren't associated yeah. with MLBPA. Um, so yeah, so we can find it. But yeah, it's it's nice to have Euclid in the game. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was all right, legend. Um, I I don't know. Out of one, one to five here, Kooks. Come on, man. Is that is that? <sighs> I that's a three for me. Yeah, he's like Maybe. he's like a two or a three in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you know, he'll be cool when, you know, you start doing, like, all-time teams. You get to throw oh, Veritech yeah. on the all-time Red Sox. Like, he has to be on that team. So, that'll be nice. But, you know, I, I am, do I think he's going to get used over a guy like Jimmy Fox or a guy like, you know, a finest Salvador Perez? Probably not. Um, but yeah. it's, it, you know, I'm all for adding guys in that are going to help build teams and build, like, you know, uh, yeah. the legend pool. So, yeah, I'm cool with it. Like outside of like the big names like Bonds, A Rod, Jeter, and then Ted Ted Williams is out now. I feel like mm-hmm. what what other like big names could they add that would really be like, wow, we 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 got that legend added to the game. Like yeah, they're they're starting to run out. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> so I think I think now it's just like having those guys like you know like eucalyptus or like morneau and stuff like that i feel like it's more of like a like a team legend now where it's like kind of like a like a city legend where it's like mm. it's it may not be the biggest hype for everybody but for that fan of that team it's probably like oh that's pretty cool that we got eucalyptus in the game or like you know like a, a sosa if they could do that with the cubs like cubs fans yeah. like, oh man i would be oh, holy cow i'd lose it if <laughs> But like, that was actually Coogs's uh, prediction, right? Yeah, that was my prediction for the uh, the Cubs. Yep. For the Cubs, yeah. Um, speaking of the Cubs, you'll get to play with your new addition here, Ant, with uh, Suzuki. So cool. that should be fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really excited about the Cubs in general, but like that was cool. I, hey, I, I, hey. I saw they had a meeting with him, and I was like, oh, man, cool. We're having a meeting. And then uh-huh. next day, it was like, oh, they signed. And I was like, okay sure yeah like, so, what <laughs> all right um but yeah it's um it's, it's cool it's cool um last time we had a like foreign player that we signed was like kosuke fukudome and uh, that didn't really pan out so i'm hoping <laughs> things go a little bit better but 
Yeah. I was I liked what I saw from him in off season, and hey, mm-hmm. I mean, he chose to wear number twenty seven because he, he loves Mike Trout. So that was, that was a funny clip. Yeah. That. That's a phenomenal <laughs> clip. Mike Trout, yeah. I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, bro. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think the having like legends at the beginning, like a Euclid or like maybe just like lower rated legends at the beginning of the year. Like those low oh, yeah. diamonds, I think those would be perfect to kind of start throwing out at the beginning of the year, just for like content. Just because I feel like sometimes we don't even get those other legends, and they'll be like, "Oh, we're at the end of the game cycle. Here's an 85 rated." So pretty much what you're saying is Jonathan Nurkoy and Shane Victorino didn't do for you for that nah, event. Nah. Give, give me that at day one, and I'm okay with it because like Shane Victorino is kind of slappy and works day one, but in uh. You know, playoffs, I'm not looking for an 85 Shane Victorino at all. Yep. <laughs> so, um, and then we got a tease today as well. Um, I believe they said, it, everyone said it was Oracle Park. I have no clue who it is. I can't tell. I, People are saying he has a mustache. And then I saw JP Gaming actually um, put a Randy Johnson photo. Yeah, I saw that one. Kind of looked legit. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're finally confirming Randy because we have no clue where he is right now. Um, yeah. I've seen a so, lot of like theories around it. Like maybe it was just like a team issue or something, but yeah, I, that, I mean, Randy will be cool. I mean, just a tall lanky guy that throws like a hundred miles an hour and lefty. It's going to be my nightmare. I'm never going to be yeah. able to hit something like that. That's going to be so much fun to use them. I'm so <laughs> excited to use them. I'm terrified to face them. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't this hit lefties good. to begin with. So now I'm just going to be like, all right, all right. <laughs> I might, that might be the time where I'm finally like, all right, quit. I'm done. It's just, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, yeah. we, we'll see him. We'll probably see him from the start too. Cause we'll probably have, we had Pedro early on with mm-hmm. uh, TA one. Right. So maybe we'll see him early on like that too. So yeah. it might just be from the start. I was, I was thinking to myself, who's going to be the next Corey Glute, who's the next Edward Cabrera or Kershaw this year. We don't know who that is yet, but yeah. Someone's out there, I just and then someone's to gonna be that next card, and we're gonna yeah, be like, yeah. "Oh God!" I just hope we get to the point where like changeups are good. You know, you can throw curveballs, and it's not just like that's a home run. Mm-hmm. I'd love to just have that pitch mix, and it's more about pitching rather than oh, I'm gonna throw you a sinker. Here's a cutter. You know, that the same kind of meta stuff. Yeah, that's why I think they were utilizing the circle change in the tech test a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, shy because of the drop it probably gives yeah. or the break it gives off that. More so a regular changeup, but I'm with it. Yeah. Same with a two seamer. I want two seamer to really yeah. feel like a two seamer. Mm. So besides like Euclid, um, the one they teased. What was the other legend that they mentioned? So we we got who we got so far. We got Randy. We got I mean, Randy. Not, oh, no, oh, Randy wait. was in the trail. Um, we got that? um Howard, and then it disappeared. Oh yeah, yeah, we got. We got Howard, Mauer, yeah, Ryan Howard, Mauer. Kurt Gibson, um, Mauer Morneau. We got Musina. We got, yeah. and that's um, it. That's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And we're and then Euclid, but we said besides Euclid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just not talking about that second baseman. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about the guy from Philly. No, no, no. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, so, yeah. Again, it's like those names that are like, unless you're a fan of that team, I feel like you're not getting too excited about like i know shelfie's losing his mind over ryan howard right now i see him like tweet about it i feel like almost every week now 
Uh, speaking of which, and and how often do you do franchise with like legends, like like for Maybe. either for a video or whatever? But like, how, like, do you do like rebuilds or like fantasy Maybe. drafts and stuff like that? Maybe like twice a year. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'll uh, so like I'll do it at the beginning of the year just to kind of like I'll do a fantasy draft with legends just to kind of see like all right what what could happen like who's actually gonna like pop off and then sometimes i'll do like an all-time sim just uh like who has that best team and it's always interesting to see what players randomly just do really well especially because sim on franchise is so weird sometimes you'll have like ricky weeks all of a sudden's winning mvp so you're like okay <laughs> sure all right um and then some pitchers that you expect to do really really well are just garbage and i mean at the same time they're playing some of the best players of all time but yeah i mean i don't really venture into it much a lot of people want to see like all-time rebuilds and stuff but then i just feel weird like trading legends because i already know what legends are going to do well right like all right i'm trading for bonds for the 14th video in a row now like yeah i know he's about to hit me 70 home runs so i don't know you brought like bringing that up uh, that's another thing i would love to see in franchise draft classes Mm -hmm. you see it in the NBA, NFL, I love what Bango does when he relives um, from a particular era. Yeah. So. Um, so, like, yeah, that's really, that is something that I would like to see um, because a lot of people actually have like certain rosters from like 2010. And that was a video that I wanted to do where I wanted to resim the decade. And so, obviously, if I did that, I would have to go through it and I would have to like edit all the players every year that they joined the team so like in 2010 or 2011 like mike trout with the angels i'd have to edit him tatis joined the padres whatever year that was i'd have to edit him or the white Sox, whatever you know and so like i have to edit every player and then it's like i can't do every single player because like that's just ridiculous you know i'm not trying to add yeah mark appel even though you know he was like a top five pick whatever and so yeah it's just that would be cool to have those draft classes um also sometimes like people are just like super lazy with the rosters that they create um and i feel bad but like some some people will be like i made a really good roster and then i go and they use like a legend that's not even the right year they'll be like taking um i think like tory hunter and they'll throw him on a 2010 roster but it's like a 2015 tory hunter and i'm like it's not the right age you're not even looking at the right time and i'm like oh now i gotta find a tory hunter and he does it for like 10 legends just because it's the easier way to do it so um yeah, there's a lot of things that like i feel like with correct rosters and draft classes like that there's a lot of potential for some really good videos so it'd be cool to see what happens but again how long is that going to take to implement <laughs> we'll see man we'll see we shall um so yeah, that should be doing for us today. I don't think I think we covered everything for today. And where can everyone find you on Twitter uh, or any social? The Ant Ortiz. It's all the same. Everything. Twitter, yeah, YouTube, yeah, Twitch, easy. everything. You heard yeah. it. Ant Ortiz. And we'll definitely have it in the description of this YouTube video. So make sure to check that out and give Ant a follow um, over all of his socials. Once again, Ant, it's a pleasure to have you on today um enlighten us with more franchise information and just learn about it more so i really do um, appreciate having you on today appreciate and, you having, uh, uh, having me on and then you know unfortunately rgs couldn't make it was, yes uh, RGS, yeah, was, we did was, plan to have rgs yeah. today but he was uh not feeling so well so hopefully he feels better and we'll definitely have him on the 
future episode mm-hmm. and probably bring you bring you back as well so um you're always welcome come on appreciate it guys uh, yeah anytime uh Cougs, that's i mean for next episode is going to be the week of release so we'll have Roger's show talk about and then we'll probably be talking about the hype about what's going to happen with the Diamond Dynasty feature after that. And then we are there. It's going to be April 1st. Before you know it, we'll be here. Oh, I mean, just talk, I mean, playing by at least midnight for me, April 1st, 9 for you. And uh, Imagine, it, imagine waiting uh, until April to play the game, dude. I, imagine. <laughs> it's crazy that, like, it's so close, but yet I'm like, oh, man, it's so far. I'm literally recording four videos tonight, so I have nine days off. I can't wait. It's gonna be (laughs) sick. (laughs) See, you're you're thinking you're thinking. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking way ahead, man. I'm ready. Oh, you're thinking smart there. Uh, But yeah, that I mean, next week we'll definitely be talking about Road to Show, and then we'll be on towards uh, release day. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. So hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, Once again, follow Ant on all the socials it's in the description below we'll um, broadcast it on our twitter account which is actually inside the show pc so if you're not following our twitter account it's inside the show pc um you follow my boy kooks at kooks 46 i'm at scuffy mcgee tv make sure to hit a thumbs up on today's video inside the show on youtube and we'll see you guys next week with road to show news on inside the show <laughs>